welcome once again to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Lady Naomi. I'm not saying it right. I'm Lady Naomi. And this is... Chrissy Marie. Hey, Chrissy Marie. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. So uh, we're at episode number nine. Nine. What are we talking about? We are talking about songs and our favourite songs. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Have we got all night? I feel like this is going to be a little bit longer than our normal episodes, oh, it yes. it might be, it might be. Music plays such an important part in so many people's lives. Yep. How, how does music relate to you? Tell me about you first. Oh my God, I almost I actually have a playlist on my Spotify which is the soundtrack of my life uh-huh. because and that's how important music has been to me is every you know extraordinarily happy sad mediocre in the middle moment there's a song for it mm-hmm. the song that I've listened to or a song that I've played repeatedly non-stop <laughs> to get me through that so yeah music is is absolutely essential as, as far as I'm concerned so this is why this episode is really tricky for me because I love I love songs very intensely, but I have a very broad range of music that I absolutely adore. Okay, so where do you listen to music and when do you listen to music? In the car in particular, Mm -hmm. uh, but walking uh, sometimes during the day when I'm working. So depending on what sort of mood I need to be in, I have different playlists that either psych me up or calm me down. So yeah, yeah. How about you? Music fills my world, mm-hmm. so I uh, I always go to bed with music on. Uh, I, I have a playlist of sorts, but my choice is eclectic. Mm-hmm. I listen to music in the car driving to work. I listen to music when I'm at work, if work is mundane and I'm able to have something on while I'm shuffling paper. Mm-hmm. I have music in the studio. Yes, that's a must when you're taking photos. Absolutely. Yep. I have music if I'm stuck on public transport, which I friggin' hate and rarely do. But if I'm going somewhere for a shoot and I have to use public transport, I have to have headphones. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, music could take up, you know, a vast proportion of my day. Mm -hmm. But I find music is different in different forms now. So, at night... Um, I do have a television, but I'm not one to watch a lot of television, but I'll watch YouTube mm-hmm. and I'll watch music on YouTube when I should be watching educational stuff. <laughs> but music fills your soul, like it, it feeds you. So that's oh, that's does. why you always have it on. It does. I do gravitate back to the same tunes regularly. So I do have my favourites, but it is a really broad spectrum of music tell tell me let me start here Mm. live music yeah love it okay so what was the first concert you ever went to and how old were you the first actual proper concert i went to though was shania twain okay yeah (laughs) you're like i don't even know who that is (laughs) no i do know there's something about like a woman yes but i'm it was more Oh my god, you're admitting that? Yeah. Okay, no, no, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I loved that. it. I I'm was very excited about that. So what was the last live show you saw? The last live show well, I've been to a couple at the Toronto Hotel, so it was probably either Daryl Braithwaite or John Paul Young was one of the last live events okay. that I, I went to. Yeah. How about you? First concert I ever went to, I got tickets to see Status Quo <gasps> for my 13th birthday. 
so I took uh, Maria Senweiser and my mother had to come with me because I was 13. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she rocked on. She loved it. <laughs> she loved it probably more than I did. <laughs> uh, last music would have been, oh, look, I've got to say, it was probably also at the Toronto Hotel. Yeah. And it was a, a guitarist, a friend, a bass player, mm. Georgia. Hey, Georgia. <laughs> and uh, and her band. So I, I think that was the last gig. And, of course, COVID's affected so much. Mm. What's been your favourite? Like what is your just all-time, I'll say live music, but but really musical experience if you, if you feel like uh, there was one that is a standout? Oh my God, I don't think I could narrow it down to one. If I if I could Give narrow it down to three, it would be um, Ice House playing the Berlin tapes live at the Opera House. Wow. Yep. It would be status quo because mm. it was brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yep. Uh, and it may well have been um, Dara Braithwaite at the 16 footers recently mm. when – I've, I really felt for him there were these women of a certain age trying to claw at him from the, from the, from the front of the stage. Daryl! Daryl! All night. Wow. And uh, I was there with my camera and he, he did come and stand in front of me for quite some time because I wasn't mauling him. <laughs> but that was a really interesting live concert. They played a lot of older stuff mm. but a lot of new stuff and the crowd really didn't get into the new stuff which was a pity because it was great musically speaking yeah but oh yeah look meatloaf meatloaf was great live um well no actually there is an all-time favorite okay capitol theater 1979 i'm guessing okay ice house was the lead band Mm mm-hmm the first support band was Simple Minds mm-hmm. and the second was the Divinals. Okay. And it was in the days when you could take in a cassette player and record it. Stop it. Truly. <laughs> uh, I remember we went on the train. We went there on the train and I had, a, a, I was really into photography film in those days. Of I had course. a 400 mil lens on and there was no question you could rock in with a cassette player and a big ass camera and some of my best photos are of simple minds that is amazing playing at the capitol we're up in the dress circle yeah it was really something and you know i recently found that tape oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah no there's just too many too many live concerts that uh were just brilliant yeah yeah brilliant so when you're listening to music now how are you listening to music now? Because there's so many different ways now. I am all about Spotify. You are? Yeah, I really okay. love Spotify as a as a platform. And I have it on all of my devices and it plays very well in my car and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I love Spotify. I, I've not had that same experience with Spotify. I mm-hmm. did try it and I, I didn't like where it took me. Mm-hmm. I punched in a particular musician. Mm. And there were maybe two or three of his works and then it went off to similar music. Yeah, no. And I went, no, look, I couldn't do it. I get annoyed with that. Sometimes I'll be, you know, driving along to my playlist and I'll be like, a song will come on and I sort of go, hang on a minute, this isn't one of my songs. And they've just 
you know, suggested this stuff. It's like, don't, you don't know me. It's, it's <laughs> like when U2 released the, well, the, I think it was Apple released the phone with a U2 song on it and everyone worked their ass off to get it off their phone. That's what we do not want. Yeah, I don't want people imposing their toast tastes upon me. No. But no. having said that, some of the songs on my playlist were songs suggested by other people. One night Josh said, have you heard of George Maple? And I thought, no. Mm. Who's George Maple? Well, it's some chick. Oh. And my, she's got a magnificent voice. Okay. Another night he said, oh, listen to Die Antward. It's a South African band mm-hmm. uh, singing uh, the song he pointed me in the direction of was Ugly Boy. Oh. And brilliant. Mm. Again, in both of those examples, I watched on YouTube mm. and the quality of the image really enhanced okay. the song. But it's not just through, well, I've got to admit this, it's not just through recommendation that I find musicians. I was at a funeral once and <laughs> it was a young girl who had suicided and I had only met her a couple of times but she was very good friends with my nephew mm-hmm. and he was unable to attend the funeral because he was in a different state and I said I would go in his stead. Mm. And they played a song by The Hurts called mm-hmm. Wonderful Life. Okay. And I didn't know what it was called at the time. It wasn't on the brochure that mm-hmm. comes with the funeral. But I I found it and I it's a magnificent song. Mm-hmm. Has two different film clips though. Has the film clip that was made when they were broke and has the film <laughs> clip that was made when they a had one. a bit of success. Yep, yep. And I prefer the original. Okay. Um, so there's often a visual component to music now, mm. which there wasn't in the older days. Of course. So I'm I'm a fan of the CD. I love reading the liner notes. <laughs> you do, whereas I'm like, just give me the music. I know, I know. I, yeah. I've got to have the whole package. <laughs> um, yeah. I am just going to loop back really quickly and, Sorry, and, and yes, outline my favourite concerts of all time. And I've been... I've moved on from Shania. Don't don't mind me. Well, I'm glad you've been treated like a woman. <laughs> I feel like a woman. Uh, so I did go and see the the White Album when that was done in Sydney. So there was some Australian artists who redid that, and I cried when I, I can't remember the name of the gentleman, but he sang Blackbird. It was just amazing. So uh-huh, that was fantastic because uh-huh. I, I love a little bit of Beatles, but it was it was amazing. But probably one of like the big ones was we got to see when myself and my now husband and my children went over to America back in 2013, we were able to catch a Motley Crue concert Ooh. in Las Vegas. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was, it was in quite a, a small venue, comparatively speaking. Mm-hmm. And the pyrotechnics that were being like, we were quite a distance away and we were almost having our face burnt off by these pyrotechnics. It was just such a different experience because in Australia, obviously we have very different safety rules as far as how much pyro we will allow with our concerts. Uh-huh. And so it was a very different experience, but it, it was amazing. And I, I wasn't a particularly huge Motley Crue fan, but that experience was it was really surreal and, and it was amazing. So, um, and then the, the third one is probably the Foo Fighters back in, I think it was 2011 when they came to Australia. And I had agonized over buying a ticket because I was trying to be really responsible. And I think their concert was either on, it was on a weeknight. It might've been a Wednesday night or a Thursday night. And I was, 
I was trying to talk myself out of going because I didn't want to be tired the next day. And, and I was teaching at that point. So I needed to be a grown up. But in the end, the Foo Fighters won. And it was just the most amazing experience. Totally went by myself. Just me and, you know, a couple of hundred other thousand, thousand uh-huh, other people uh-huh. there. Yeah. Uh, but it was incredible. So, yeah, I – and that's what I love about music and love about concerts is everybody kind of has a, a concert story or a series of concert stories because you can't listen to music and not be touched in some way, whether it be – listening to it at home on a record or a CD or a tape or Spotify uh, or being there in a live concert. So, yeah. There was a a live concert I do recall. Just this is two little odd memories. I (laughs) I thought you were going to say, sorry, two odd little men. And I was like, oh, wait. (laughs) Two odd little memories. I saw Professor Brian Cox with Doreen Mm -hmm. at the Cardiff RSL. Wow. And there were... 276 people there. And I know that because I had ticket number 276. I was the last person in the door. That was one of the best shows. And I think they were supported by the Sneaky Sound System. Wow, yeah. But in the, again, back in the 70s, I saw Foreigner. I want to know what love is. You do want to know what love is. (laughs) And they were supported by Cold Chisel. Like you could not have had a more... Mismatched match. Yeah. And certainly the foreigner crowd did not enjoy cold chisel at all. <laughs> it's okay. Most people don't. Sorry. <laughs> I've I've just lost half our audience. I'm yeah, not a sorry. huge not a huge Aussie rock or cold chisel kind of fan. Uh, don't mind. Oh yeah, well there was that time I went to the Narara Festival on the Central Coast <laughs> and we had I think we had three days of mud and uh and Goanna came on <gasps> and sang their hit solid rock mm-hmm. and they had a, a bit of a religious bent to them and their second song was one of a religious nature and they got booed oh. so badly they sang solid rock again and then went off stage <laughs> they had to end it on a high they had to they had to where, where do you stand on my favorite doof doof music I I have a little bit of a, a you love fucking hate, hate it. Just no, no, admit it. I I want to love it. I really desperately want to love it, <laughs> and I have a a faithless song on on my fresh playlist at the moment. Which which faithless song is it? It's the new one, whatever that one is. It's got like an orange and red and yellow cover on it. It's a big word. <laughs> I don't know the details, but unfortunately, every time it comes on, I just hit skip because it starts, and I'm kind of like. I'm not into this. I'm not into this. So I I do like your insomnia. I think that's that's I can't fun. Get... It makes me think of you like everything. <laughs> I can't get no sleep. No, no, that's it. And that, that that was because I really did have an issue with insomnia. Mm, mm-hmm. Really badly. Yeah. No, I But I don't know if that's my favorite. I think, you know, it's between insomnia and God is a DJ. Sorry, so what is your, your favourite Faithless song? Is is Faithless your favourite of all time? Oh, look, I've got to say that I can't have one favourite. Oh. I can't have one favourite band or, or one favourite song. There's different, like you, different pieces of music mean different things, mm. but certainly on high rotation is Faithless and yeah. it's, um, God is a DJ and Insomnia, but I do like their later stuff as well. Yeah. Um, 
Gaines is is from their newest album. I quite like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, apart from um, them, as in Faithless, I've recently gone on to a German electro pop. It's called a band, mm-hmm. um, Schiller. Mm-hmm. How do we spell that for the people at home? S C H I L L E R. Uh, again, came to me from YouTube. I was watching the um, Ulster Orchestra because mm-hmm. I don't mind a bit of Philharmonic as well. Okay. But I was watching the Ulster Orchestra play Chicane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sheila came on afterwards. Just amazing stuff. But if you look at Faithless as an example, so they sample a song from Maxent Siren called Don't You Want Me? Mm-hmm. And I can play that on repeat for hours. Okay. And this is the problem with music for me. I'll get something in my head and I will play one song for 40 or 50 minutes just over and over and over on repeat. And oh. I don't know whether I get something different out of it every time or I just get the same thing out of it every time. But that happens quite a lot. See, my brother did that when we were growing up. He had Bittersweet Symphony just oh, on the repeat. Oh, oh, I saw it on telly the other night. <laughs> Whereas I, I, I cannot have something on repeat. That's why I, I have oh, a... Oh, really? Yeah. I actually have a, like, it's called Fresh Playlist on Spotify. And it's songs that I enjoy in the moment. But once I start skipping over it too much, it gets removed from the fresh list and put somewhere else because it's no longer considered fresh. Because if, if I'm hearing it too often or it's too repetitive, I, I can't deal with that. You are so analytical, aren't you? I, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's just really interesting. We both love music, but we appreciate it in very, very, very different, different ways. Very different ways. Every night uh, I, I'll pop. Um, YouTube on through the big telly, so mm. I've got a, I've got a television. For those who don't know me, I'm not a big fan of television. I don't do movies. I don't tend to do serials or anything like that. Mm. Um, so I put YouTube on the big telly <laughs> at night, and I might watch. I might go through a stage where I watch um, the Beach Boys "Good Vibration," and because that was in a time when film clips weren't part of music. But there is some live footage of it being recorded and I'll watch it over and over again just for the subtle nuances, just for the subtle differences in it. Mm. So sometimes I'll be watching YouTube and and accidentally I've come across Alan Walker who has a song called Faded with a a woman from Sweden, I think, called um, Tove Striker and she won one of those, you know, singing contests. Mm -hmm. Um, Their rendition of Faded is... Amazing, whereas I don't like other renditions of the same song. Okay. But again, I'll watch that over and over. And uh, there's a in one of the Faithless tunes, they sample 100 Million Light Years by Kato. And I just, I can listen to it as I, and my drive to work's about 30 minutes. I can listen to it for the full 30 minutes and not want to get out of the car. I <laughs> still want to hear it to the very end before I get out of the car. Uh, it's that's just the relationship I have with music. I can listen to the same thing over and over and over again mm. for hours on end. Okay. It's really weird. No, it's lovely though. And I think that that really highlights the intensity of feeling towards certain songs and certain music and, and that kind of thing. I don't need to have a film clip to go with it. So I'm quite happy to listen. I've got some Bluetooth speakers in the office and in the studio and in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so I'll play from my phone playlist. But when I recently updated my phone, 
uh, only about 130 of my 450 songs came across. So I do need to finish that upload. You do. Cause that poor doof doof lost in space. I know. <laughs> so have you got a soundtrack for your funeral? I absolutely do. Yeah. And that's part of, I think we spoke about in one of our earlier episodes about death and being organized and, and that kind of thing. So not only do I have the songs written down in, in my bucket list book that I would like played at my funeral I also have a Spotify playlist for my funeral and I'd actually really like that to be shared with everybody um, when I pass away because I I think it will um... and you get a film clip That's and right. you get a sound clip and is that it? Well it's, it's almost to kind of go look there's too many songs and, and this really speaks to how many songs I love I, I'm I have more songs than I can deal with at my funeral. Oh, so okay. <laughs> so that thus the overflow needs to go into this this list. Is it wrong to want to play Insomnia? I can't get no sleep. <laughs> no, well it's, it, it is on my list of my funeral songs. Well, I actually have Ben Folds 5 Narcolepsy, which what? is uh you you should know that I go to sleep. Mm. So it's, it's you know, different sides of the same coin, really. You can't sleep. I go to sleep. Oh, and and there sleep. are funeral songs. Well, sleeping's terrible, but that's a whole other. <laughs> Maybe I can't sleep because I've got doof doof music playing all night. Do well, you think that? But that's, <laughs> why that I stopped, that's why I stopped listening to music at bedtime because I, I had a playlist. I still have the playlist and it's called Moo Sleepy Buys. And so... <laughs> That's the the other thing I love about Spotify is really funny names for the Uh playlist. So uh, Moo Sleepy Buys, I would put it on and go to sleep. But what I found is that because I love, I love singing. I sing poorly, (laughs) but enthusiastically. And so I would literally be singing the songs in my head and therefore concentrating on those and unable to go to sleep. So I, I have had to switch to, uh, like either rain noise or, or, waterfall noise or that kind of thing because there's no lyrics there's no song so i maybe maybe that is your problem you're too too amped up on doof doof well, to go to sleep i'm very much invested in it yeah mm, yeah I do, I do love a cd see i used to be a big fan of the cd single because growing up and and still to this day i'm a massive tight ass so i sp- <laughs> I hate spending money. And so in my mind, you know, little 16, 17-year-old me, I was like, why would I spend twenty nine ninety nine on the CD that gives me a whole heap of songs, maybe the ones I don't like, when I can for six ninety five get the CD single that gives me the song I know I like and maybe a couple of extras. So what was the first CD you ever bought? I'm not sure about CD. I can remember the record. I had the Oh, sorry, I, I was... Didn't think you were aware of records. <laughs> no, I remember winning a gift voucher at the Apex Disco that was held at the Curry Community Centre. Curry Curry. Curry Curry. So good they named it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, the voucher, I think it was it was PJ's Record Bar or something like that in Cessnock. It was a, a well-known music establishment that sold records. And I, with my gift voucher, I bought the Kylie Minogue album where she had the the hat on the angle where the, the hair stuck out the top. And I thought that my life was made because I had that that record. So that I remember that one quite vividly. Whereas I think CDs, I think that maybe Michael Jackson might have been, or it was either Michael Jackson or um, John Lennon was the first CD that as a family, when we first got a CD player, because mm-hmm. they were like mum's 
mum loves John Lennon. And so (laughs) I still remember that being, and, and that was a really amazing experience. The first time, you know, you listen to a record, that's like, wow. But then the first time when you listen to a CD, it was was very strange and very sort of futuristic technology. Whereas I think I took streaming kind of like for granted. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Just music just flows freely all the time, nonstop. Mm, yeah, I can't really get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I do recall being given a Simon and Garfunkel album mm. for probably – I would have to guess mid sixties for Christmas it would have come from Santa. Santa, yeah. <laughs> and it had Cecilia on it. <gasps> oh, um, Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But I remember buying my first CD when I bought my Morant CD player. Oh, fancy! My first CD was Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, and it was forty five dollars <gasps> for a CD. Get out of town! Yeah, yeah. Oh, highway robbery. Amazing. <laughs> and so what's what's your um, your go-to as a pep me? Do, do you use music as a bit of a, a mood influencer in that way? Um, no, I don't know that I do. I, I think it's just um, part of my environment. Okay. I just always like to have something playing in the background. Do you find that it affects your mood? Oh... No, I don't. I don't know that it does. Right. I think only in the fact that I wouldn't play something I didn't like. Yeah. 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 I don't know the answer to that. It's an interesting question, though. See, I'm really influenced by that. I, I kind of have a a playlist almost for every emotion or every. Yeah. If I've got certain songs that are just like pump up songs, you know, we like come on, girl, like put your big girl panties on, get up and seize the day and you're going to smash it. I have a playlist for that kind of, you know, when you're just maybe not feeling the day or you're like, oh, I just need, I need a little bit of pep up that's oh, okay. that's not, yeah, an artificial enhancement. <laughs> I like music to do that. One of the things that surprised me by how much I liked it mm. was the song called... Um, Pure Shores. Oh my by All Saints. God, yes. And the only time I ever heard it was Fat Boy Slim played it at Brighton Beach. And I hate it when you have a couple of lyrics, a couple of words from a song, and you just have to hound Google until you can find out what song it's from. That is something I do a fair bit of. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I don't know how else it goes, but I know it's got these two words yep, in it. Yep, yep. And you're stalking Google with like those two words plus lyrics and yeah, it's it's complex. It's it's really not easy to do when you're trying to find something like 100 Million Light Years by Kato because it's purely instrumental. <laughs> do you ever use Shazam? Is it Shazam? Shazam. Yeah, and you do. You actually have to say it like that too. Oh, do you? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm saying it right. (laughs) I've used it a couple of times. Yeah, I use it occasionally, but I'm not normally well organized or I'm playing the music through the same device. That's right. Yeah, I've had that issue myself. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So if you had to nominate your favorite song, favoritest song ever. Give me, give me one, give me three. Give me three if you can give me three. Well, it depends. I I have the benefit or the fortune of, because I am an avid Spotifier, 
by fire. I have. Is that a term? I'm not sure. I've just made it up though. So every year they do the most played or like the the rap uh, of your your songs that you've listened to. The rap. The rap. Is yeah. that a musical? It is a joke. It's, there? It's, it's actually W R A P, but yeah, uh, it's it's not yeah, like okay. yeah. But so in 2021, my most listened to song was actually "Wrong Bitched" by Todrick Hall and Bob the Drag Queen, and that's from a fantastic CD called "Straight Out of Oz." And that's a, an album where Todrick Hall basically writes a whole heap of songs and performs a whole heap of songs based on The Wizard of Oz. Uh, but this one is, I, I absolutely love it. So it's it's a play on, uh, yeah, on, on all the things that happen in The Wizard of Oz. So can highly recommend that. Uh, I also am, recently have been loving a little bit of Post Malone, which is not I'm not very straight. I'm not very gangster. <laughs> um, but Goodbyes by by Post Malone. I just I love that song. Uh, and then running out the the third top one for 2021 was actually a song called My Stupid Heart by Sean Mullins. Um and so I I love Sean Mullins. I I have a real soft spot for him and and have quite a history with with many of his songs, but yeah, so that's what Spotify tells me are my favorite songs. Mm, okay. But songs like um, Xanadu or, or pretty much anything off the Xanadu soundtrack, mm. I, I literally get goosebumps and the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Mm. And it's that real emotional, just excitement and electricity from the music. Um, so, yeah, I, I have different different songs that I love at different times for very different reasons. But they're, 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 that's what Spotify is telling me my 2021 was all about. I don't I don't do the musical. Oh. I don't, but I've got to say we have uh, the woman I share an office with, we actually have an office song. Okay. She loves a good musical. <laughs> and uh so her together our office song is from the greatest showman and it's the song This Is Me. Oh, I love that. And yeah, we really we love it. Although there was recently an occasion in the office when we had to get up and dance to something. And I'm just trying to remember what that song was. Give me a minute. It'll come to me. I do recall having a video of it at the time. It was. We we need to post that to socials if we can. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's when you get that earworm and you both have got, you know, you can't remember the song and you're searching for it and you have to go to YouTube and then suddenly you play it and we just got up and danced. Badly. We dance badly. It's, but it's enthusiastically, it's okay. Enthusiastically, yes, true. <laughs> is is there a song or music that you are just like, nope, no thank you, all the nopes? <sighs> Look, I can't do the blues. If I, if I felt suicidal, I'd probably not even listen to it then. I just don't like the drone, I guess. Okay. And that's probably offending a lot of people who do like the blues. Each to their own. Um, I'm not overly fussed on both kinds, country <laughs> and western, and that's the only movie reference you'll ever get from me. <laughs> but I'm quite happy to listen to something orchestral, something philharmonic, um, an, an individual instrument, uh, or... Anything that's got a huge band or an orchestra playing doof doof music, as the Ulster Orchestra do. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit odd. What about you? 
I don't like really heavy metal. I can't get into into that really screamy kind of stuff. And and I'm challenged at times by by doof doof. I'm trying to to gently trans- what? <laughs> I'm trying to gently transition into doof doof via like mashups and stuff uh-huh. to cuz I I love I love the crafting of two songs or multiple songs together. So I, I really enjoy that as an art form, but it's hard to find mashups of the types of music or the variety of music that I like. So okay. I, I'm on the hunt for that. But I really, yeah, I, I, I don't like particularly, I think, sad songs. Yeah. I don't like, because I feel such an emotional connection with the song Listening to a sad song just makes me feel really sad. Yeah, and and I don't particularly like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that there's a place in my world for very much sadness at all. Mm. So, do you play any instruments? No. Have you ever played any instruments? <laughs> yes. Growing up, I learnt the piano and the bagpipes. That's what I wanted. To <laughs> I knew you were going on a fishing expedition there. <laughs> say i quite like the bagpipes myself i've never played but i I certainly love the sound also love a good flute oh there's a piece in a schiller song where there's just a woman playing the flute it's just divine sorry i'm having all sorts of troubles here with my pop (laughs) your pop's being a bit funny there and i don't mean your grandfather I did. I learnt the trumpet as a child, mm-hmm. and uh, then in recent years, I've, I've dragged it out again and had another crack at it. Do it. How's that coming along? Yeah, for not you? real good. Um, I don't <laughs> mind it, but the neighbours aren't overly fussed. <laughs> that was going to be my question. How's it coming along for your neighbours? <laughs> the the neighbours. I, I don't know that the neighbours aren't that happy about it, but I think the neighbour's dog is probably oh. least happy about it. <laughs> Poor little thing. Yeah. No, it's a big thing. I'm not happy. Not Dexy. Um. No, it's just interesting to try and make music again. Yeah. I, I've kind of drawn the line and gone, you know what, I, I can create other things. I can't create music. I've, I've admitted kind of a, a somewhat defeat when it comes to making my own music, but I, I have a real interest and I, a real curiosity around mashups and, and being able to, to digitally sort of create music. I do have a fair few instruments here at the house. So there's a number of guitars recorders, flute, trumpet, um, pump organ, piano and pianola. And Taco, hi Taco, um, Taco tried to teach me piano last year and you can't teach an old dog new tricks, you know. <laughs> Even with the little sticky notes on the keys, it was still way beyond me. and. Yeah. He can just pick up any instrument and play it, and, and mm. that's an incredible skill to have. It's not one I have. <laughs> and that's okay. You can't be good at everything, darling. Oh. Like. <laughs> that's patently obvious. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would love to be able to play. There's a, a couple of pieces of music I would love to be able to play fluently, mm. but I'm not, not, in the, not in the race for that. Okay. 
maybe next next life next time maybe around. maybe next yeah. life well yeah. is there a next life or is that the, is that another story is that oh, another podcast i in think the making? i think that's absolutely for another time right. um, speaking of which though is, is there anything else that you would like to to add before we wrap this guy up for today no but i would like to say link us with your favorite bits of music because i'm always open to oh, looking at something new absolutely and so hit us up on our socials with your links. That's it. And share your Spotify playlist, share your favourite songs, get it out there. And for those of you who don't use Spotify, just take a photo of your CD cover <laughs> <laughs> and upload it because that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> that's old school, yes. It is. <laughs> so what are we talking about next week? Oh, I don't know. What are we talking about next week? What do you want to talk about next week? Let's You pick. You well, pick. What do you want to talk about? I think that because we've been locked down for for a while, we should talk about internet purchases. Oh. I feel like we've got some rich content to be able to unpack with that Yes, yes, I think that's probably a good idea. All right, internet purchases it is. Amazing. Well, this has been a fab episode and and seriously, we could talk all day about music and our favourite music and why we love music. But, yeah, hopefully this has given you a little window into our souls and brains which may be scary may be insightful yeah, it may be really putting some people off that's right <laughs> if it hasn't completely turned you off come along next week yeah and if not we'll see you at tomorrowland <laughs> what's tomorrowland it's a huge doof doof festival in belgium see that's why i wouldn't know about I it knew yeah. that. <laughs> oh well catch you next time peeps thanks for listening see ya bye bye